Welcome to the Ideas on Stage podcast, your regular insight into leadership communication. Hi, everybody. Well, I'm here today with Gar Reynolds. Now, for those of you who've been following our podcast since the beginning, you probably know Gar. He was the special guest in our very first episode. And uh, he's the author of Presentation Zen, Presentation Zen Design, The Naked Presenter, uh, and an absolutely world-renowned specialist in presentation skills. And uh, he's been a good friend to me and to Ideas on Stage ever since we started back in 2010. So, Gar, it's fantastic to see you again. And what the hell made you want to come back on our podcast? <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so much fun the first time. So, Gar, last time on the podcast, we were here to be talking about Presentation Zen 3rd Edition. So that was your latest book. Today, we're actually here to talk about my book, Business Presentation Revolution, which is coming out on July 14th, 2021, a very revolutionary date. So you did me the great honor of putting some blurb or an endorsement, which we've put on the front cover. So here's a first question for you. Can you remember what you wrote? The business world needs leaders and leaders need this book. That's true. That's right. I agree you with did, that. I wrote that. You, you, you did write that. You did write that. And I'm really I'm very honored and frankly humbled to be having that on the cover because this indeed it is a book for leaders. It, it's a book for anyone who aspires to be a leader because you can define a leader by their followers. Right? Somebody who doesn't have followers is just somebody standing alone. Right? A leader is not a manager or whatever. It's somebody that people want to follow. And you can't make people want to follow you if you're going to be never looking them in the eye and speaking with a monotonous, boring voice and, mm, uh, uh, um, and basically not being properly prepared. So presentation, or sorry, I'm English, presentation uh, is such an important skill for any leader. I always say any leader basically needs to master three things. One is vision. If you don't have a vision, then you really you should you shouldn't be leading anyone because no one follows somebody who, who doesn't know where they're going. Um, and I saw this really cool clip from uh, Simon Sinek. I don't know whether you've seen this one, where he says that the CEO, the Chief Executive Officer, should be renamed Chief Vision Officer. And I really love that idea. But so a leader needs vision. They need to know where they're going and need to want to be able to get other people to go there. With they need the emotional intelligence to be able to relate to people and understand where they are so that they can take them where they want to go. You can't take someone from A to B unless you start from where they are, unless you start from A. And, and to do that, you've got to understand the people. So you really do need those people skills. But the third and absolutely critical thing is you've got to be able to communicate. If you have a vision that you can't communicate clearly, if you can't make people want to follow you, well, then you're not going to get very far. So Business Presentation Revolution is a book for anybody who aspires to lead, who aspires to change what people believe and feel and do. And I firmly believe if you can change what people believe and feel and do, then there really is no limit to what you can achieve. Yeah. So this is, so what else is in the book? I mean, it has a lot of the material that you also have in your seminars, right? So it's sort of like yeah. getting your seminar in a book form. It could be like the the notes, I guess, because you, know, you need you need a takeaway. People can still do your online learning or your live seminars, but then this is a nice uh, takeaway. Yeah, I mean, when, when we do our training courses, we already have a kind of a, a workbook that we give them, yeah. which is like a 50 odd page book uh, or like an A4 
uh, booklet. But this is the kind of thing that you write and you scribble in and it's got tables that you fill in and it's got places mm -hmm. where you put your post-its a bit like in your in your uh, presentation Zen uh, notebook, um, which I which I found really cool and which we still use. Um, and so uh, this is the, the kind of thing we give them, give it to them as a PDF so that they can print it and use it several mm -hmm. times. And that workbook is so, so useful. I mean, I've had people who've uh, come back to me. I had a great story. I had a um, director at a bank. He was in one of my classes at HEC Paris, Europe's leading business school, small advertisement there. Mm -hmm. um, he was in one of my classes uh, back in 2019 before the pandemic hit. Um, and at the end of the day, he basically, I, we'd finished and uh, after uh, they had, finished their round of applause and sat down uh they uh basically this they, they gathered their books he came up to me and he said so um uh, phil do you do you recognize me and i said well uh, yeah you've been at the back of the room all day uh, mm -hmm. and he said no 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 i mean i was in your executive mba class eight years ago mm -hmm. and i was thinking uh okay sorry i i wish i did but like like mm -hmm. like you said you have 100 students and they're in an amphitheater and you got several of those every year you've really you're not going to remember every single face unfortunately since I, I get to see them once so no i didn't remember his face but he said well i remember you and i remember your workbook and i'm still using it eight years later and wow, i said well a great compliment and i said well hey I'm glad you got the latest version now because it's so much better than it was eight years ago. Because really what we've done over the last, in fact, 11 years since we started Ideas on Stage, we have evolved our methodology immensely to a point where we've now got a, me a method that we call the presentation score method or P-score, which helps to make every presentation simple, clear, original, related, and enjoyable. So those are the five success criteria. They make up the word score or the acronym ah, score. And you put presentation right. before and you get the presentation score method or, well, hey, P-score, because the presentation yeah. score method is a little bit long. And so that's the method we go through um, in the book. So the book is kind of like, it, it's not the workbook you would use during that during the like the one or two or three day seminar but it's the kind of thing that we'd leave behind we give to participants yeah, yeah, that they can yeah. read afterwards so they got a lot more of the stories a lot more of the examples yeah. um and in each chapter it actually does have exercises to be done so it's a very mm -hmm. hands-on practical book and this actually was inspired to me by uh, a wonderful lady called Alex Rister uh, who is based or at least was I haven't been in touch with her for several years now but uh, she was based in Orlando I think in uh, Florida mm -hmm. and uh, she was teaching uh, presentation skills at uh, college and was looking for a textbook because they had a textbook, which was like a really old textbook, you know, the mm -hmm. kind of thing that would have said seven bullets per slide and stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, I remember exchanging with her several years ago and say, and she was saying, I was saying, why don't you use um, like Resonate or why don't you use Presentation Zen? And she said, well, look, I love those books, but the faculty are kind of saying, well, they're not business focused enough. Mm. Um, now, I mean, I one of the most popular posts on my blog was... Um, why presentation i think i can't remember the title why presentation zen no what was the title of the, of the post it was like yeah, when you like think that. you can't use presentation zen that's when you need it most yeah. because the most boring subjects that you would think about that's when you actually really need to go that extra mile to make it interesting and uh, yeah. enjoyable for the audience but alex said no look i'm really looking for a kind of a book which actually which i can use as a 
a class book which has got exercises mm. in it and which is really business focused. And so mm. that was where I kind of got the idea of thinking, well, look, the world doesn't need another presentation Zen. It's got a really good one already. It doesn't need another slideology. It's got a really yeah. good one already. What it does need is a method-based business mm. presentation book. And so that's where, it, where the business presentation came in, in the title. Good. I, I Yeah, I liked it. Uh... I love the orange and black and white. So we got three, three colors, very simple. Uh, you got the word business and business presentation. So that should be, you know, an easy sell for people. You know, if they're excited about the book, it's hard to get. Uh, sometimes leaders don't. Well, I don't want to buy. Well, look, it's business. It's a business presentation book. All right. So <laughs> hopefully that, that will work because I mean, yeah, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, I feel quite bad about this, but I, I mean, I've given away over the last 11 years, I have given away more copies of Presentation Zen than I care to remember. Um, mm -hmm. And most of my clients love it. But some of them will say, but I can't give this to my boss because it's like he'll think it's not serious. Why? Mm. It's like because you've got these like the, the this beautiful cover with these wonderful uh, like the, these wonderful like Zen type stones, etc. Uh, but it says Zen in the title and it doesn't <laughs> look like a presentation book and or, or like a business yeah. book. And it's yeah. like, sometimes I mean, people, you can't judge a book by the cover, but yeah. too many people do. Um, yeah. So maybe that person, maybe those kind of mm. people were just not destined to like the book. But yeah. hey, I, you can't please everyone. huh? Well, this cover anyway, I think it's a great looking cover and it's going to stick out because uh, most books are not orange and black most, but I that's like right it. most books are not uh, orange and black that's absolutely it but then th those have been our corporate colors ever since we started orange yeah. black white and a couple of shades of uh, of gray yeah um and and the logo on the front cover um which uh, with the, the kind of this hand with the clicker that you mm -hmm. kind of see over here as well yeah. uh that was designed by pierre morsa so pierre you know pierre mm. Gar, yeah uh, sure co-founded sure. uh, well, i co-founded ideas on stage with with him it was his idea mm -hmm. originally um and he is our chief designer or creative cat as mm -hmm. he calls himself and uh, we were deliberating for a long time about what can we have on the cover we need some mm -hmm. kind of design some kind of logo and we went here there and everywhere with all sorts of things and then just one day he just came up with look how about this mm -hmm. and we all just looked at it and thought that's it He's nailed yeah. it. It was nothing like any of the ideas any of us had had before, mm, it'd be but he nailed see. it. Yeah, uh, it, it seems very natural. It's, I mean, it says a lot. There's a lot of. I mean, it looks like a. An, it looks like an Apple TV remote, but I get. But it's a generic remote, and it's you know the the, the famous what statue of the fist. And I mean, it's just great. It just has. Um, and it's simple and clean. Yeah. yeah. It, it just works really well. I mean, Pierre is a fantastic designer, and indeed, it's uh, uh, it, it's 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 not intended to look like any particular presentation remote out there. Although, yeah. uh, uh, it's if you look at the uh, the TED talk I did uh, a couple of years back, it, I, I was using a, a clicker, which actually for the first time, which looked a little mm. bit similar to that, not mm. the same colors, didn't have the uh, kind of the play type triangle on there, but it was uh, it, it's a bit similar. So. Um, it was actually quite interesting. I mean, one of my um, uh, wonderful clients, uh, I just uh, ran the cover idea past her just a day or two ago. And uh, she said to me, it's actually quite ironic that you're going to be selling this book to capitalists using something that mm -hmm. looks like communist imagery. That's true. Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> Which true. is interesting. But well, I mean, it's a revolution. And I yeah. guess this this brings us to that third word of the title, which is revolution, because we really, really need to be changing so much about the way people present. Um, it's terrible. I mean, do you ever get 
because you you teach like presentation skills uh, to your students. Do you ever get them saying, "When are you going to train the other teachers?" <laughs> Does that ever happen? Uh, it's yeah. I mean, it's a it's a common problem, and still, you know, average teacher is certainly over thirty. I mean, college professor at least over forty or so, and. You know, we, we grow up in school seeing the death by PowerPoint, that's the way to use it. And then Microsoft hasn't really gone out of their way to try to tell people don't do that. Even though I've been invited into Microsoft, I mean, many years, over 10 years ago, I'm speaking to the team there. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's an age old uh, problem, but that's great. That's a, a good opportunity for you. So. And for all the presentation designers out there and speech coaches and all that, we still have a long way to go. Mm, absolutely. I actually, I, I had a question uh, from uh, one of the trainees I had uh, just on Monday, actually. We were just uh, having a, a socially distanced lunch uh, just outside our, uh, our training room. And uh, so he, he asked me, he said, well, no, we weren't that far away. But yeah. uh, he, he basically, he, he asked me, look, if everybody joins the business presentation revolution and adopts yeah. these kind of methods and fixes their presentations and makes every presentation simple, clear, mm -hmm. enjoyable, related, etc., cetera, um, won't you be out of business? Right. Will no, people still it, need a presentation specialist? And yeah. partly my aim is that indeed they don't need them. I had a client a few years ago. Um, uh, the uh, I think you uh, you met Steve Tongish, the guy from he was at uh, Aviva. He was vice president of marketing at mm -hmm. Aviva. He was at your uh, presentation Zen seminar that we put on with you in London back in 2012. Remember mm. that? That was uh, that was a fantastic event. Um, and Steve actually was also quoted in the Financial Times article together oh, with right. you and me about right. um, it was Ian Sanders wrote this fantastic mm -hmm. article uh, the uh, the where the the right medium is part of the message I think it was something like mm -hmm. that um, and Nancy was quoted in that book uh, that that article as well but Steve was quoted there um, talking about how you can't really you can't get people on board with a set of bullet points but I've been working with Steve like for, for two to three years I think on their annual client conferences, helping them to make sure all of the presentations were great, doing that we were doing slides and things like that. Um, and then a year came where he gave me a call and he sounded a little bit sheepish, actually. I, mean, I remember Steve uh, on that call. Steve, if you're listening, hi, it's, uh, it's been a long time. Um, but he, he, he said to me, um, I'm, I'm not sure how to say this, Phil, but I'm not sure we need you anymore. Because everybody's now trained, they know what makes a good presentation, and basically what they come up with works. So I don't think we actually need your help this year. Yeah. And I said, that's fantastic. That is amazing. That is, for me, a, the, the best success story I could have when sure. you no longer need my help. Um, but then... I would also go a little bit further and say, well, if every presentation ends up rhyming with communication and inspiration and motivation and not the death by PowerPoint we see all the time, well, then it's going to be even so much harder to stand out. Hmm. So when everybody's level is going up and everyone's getting better, you're still going to have to like really go an extra mile yeah. to stand out. So that's where instead of doing a lot of putting lipstick on a pig or trying to like limit the damage that we sometimes do with presentation help 
we can actually be really focusing on taking those who are already good and making them great. And I firmly believe that there will still be definitely a market for presentation specialists Mm -hmm. if and when everybody has joined the revolution. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't think there's any uh, danger in uh, job security. I mean, there are people being born, you know, every day. So, you know, the students I have now, you know, they were just little kids when I first started, you know, after I left Apple and then started the presentation thing. So, um, and they don't teach it in in school, at least here in Japan. There's, I mean, I'm sure they have a little bit, but mostly it's it's all visual communication. Graphic design literacy is is a new thing. So... Mm. Well, actually, it, it's starting in France, right? They, uh, in France, the uh, government has uh, tried to make a, uh, uh, a change in the, the baccalauréat, which is kind of the, like the, the top high school exam that you do when you're like 17, 18, just before you go off to college. Um, and they've tried to bring in what they call le grand oral, right? Which is kind of the, the, the big talk. Mm-hmm. So... This actually, it counts for quite a lot. And in fact, even at the, uh, uh, my, my youngest son is going to be uh, doing his, um, uh, his brevet, which means it's, it's like his, like middle school, it's at the age of 15, they have qualifications they need to do before they mm-hmm. go up to the, uh, the lycée, the, the, the highest school. Um, and, um, and he's got an oral in that, and it counts for 100 marks out of 800. So he's got his maths exams, he's got his French exams, et cetera, but he's also got the, the oral where he needs to give, uh, basically he needs to give a, a five minute presentation. So mm-hmm. it actually is starting to be taught in schools. Is it being taught as well as it could be? Possibly not because the government has pushed this through and hasn't actually necessarily given all of the teachers the training that they need. So one of the things that I'm actually doing now, and this was prompted by one of my clients who's got school aged children as well, is uh, I have started a flipped classroom uh, kind of class for school aged children, like 15 to to 18. And we're we're doing a pilot group with uh, just a small group of uh, French kids. And I'm taking them through this 10-week program where they will learn how to prepare and deliver great presentations and how to succeed in these kind of exercises. And it's the kind of stuff that, indeed, they need to be learning at school, but they're probably not learning at school right now. And so every week there's going to be basically, there's a video they have to watch, there's a document they have to read, there's an exercise they have to do. And then on Sunday, we get together for an hour online and we discuss and I answer their questions. And uh, uh, if they've got if they've prepared a pitch during the week, they deliver the pitch. And I'm really looking forward to seeing where this goes, because that could be really, really interesting. It's not a moneymaker. I'm doing it for free. Uh, But uh, I really think that the young generation really need this. Okay. All right. Sounds cool. Oh, wait a minute. You're the host here, so I'm not driving the show, but I you drive the show. I don't mind. <laughs> no, no, no. Time is 532. I have to run to the store before my kids get back and make dinner. So I realized we've gone uh, over time, but how can we, you know, final thing, what should I say? Should I say something so that you can uh, what should we Go say? Through. I don't know. Maybe you, you, okay. you should say, well, uh, yeah. now that, I mean, you should be buying presentations in third edition. That's for sure. I can say that. No, no, and then maybe you can, you can say, say Yes. No, here we go. So this is the book. There it is. (laughs) Business Presentation Revolution. Go out and buy three or four copies. Keep one for yourself. Give the rest to your boss or your friends. But I highly recommend the book. I actually have read it. It's on my desktop in PDF form. I can't wait to get the actual book. Well, you'll definitely be getting a signed uh, copy or three uh, as soon as it's available. And it's going to be available in July.
So publication right. date is July 14th, which is a very revolutionary date, particularly for us here in yeah. Europe. So uh, July 14th in English, and then hopefully maybe some more languages are coming along. Excellent. Soon. Well, the two books look really nice, the bright orange and the bright sort of blue. It's a really nice contrast. So I was there with you guys in 2010, which I, I think your company had just started. Yeah, And you had asked right. me to speak in Paris. I, I can't, to me, that seems like yesterday. Yeah, well, you've been doing a great job and I'm really happy for your success. And I know the book's going to do great. So get out there and order that book, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode of the Ideas on Stage podcast, there are many more you might like. So please subscribe, leave us a review and tell us what you think. You can find many more ideas on business communication at ideasonstage.com or by searching for Ideas on Stage on iTunes, YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening and goodbye for now.